This episode of the Grace and Grind podcast is brought to you by The Village KC. The Village KC is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that serves middle and high school students in the greater Kansas City area. With programs focused on holistic health, college prep, and more, The Village KC creates safe spaces for our youth to learn, grow, and become change agents in the community. Join us on Saturday, December 4th for the second annual Friends of the Village Gala. Your participation shows our youth that adults are interested and invested in their success. To learn more and purchase tickets, visit thevillagekc.org. The Grace and Grind podcast is brought to you by Energy Bits, better food for a better you. Nothing compares to the nourishment you'll get from their 100% chlorella and spirulina tablets. No GMOs, no fillers or binders, just pure, simple, safe, all-natural, organically grown algae. Visit energybits.com to learn more and save 20% when you enter code GRACEGRIND at checkout. It's season finale time! (laughs) Yep, it is. This has been a beautiful season. I know. I'm kind of sad that it's about to be over, but I, I definitely need the break for sure. Yeah, I agree. You need a break, too. Yeah, we did. So, last season, what did we do? Two episodes a month? Yeah. And this season, we did three? Yes. Next season, we're doing four. Four. Yes. So, next season, how it's going to go, basically, is the first episode of the month is basically just a, hey, what's up? This is what's new at Grace and Grind. And then the second episode of the month is when we do our back and forth banter, you know, that we do. (laughs) And then the third episode is a meditation episode. And the fourth episode of the month is with a special guest. Okay. Yeah. So so, you're splitting them up a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be epic. I'm excited. I think it's going to help maximize... SEO a little bit for all of my tech heads out there. We are on TikTok now. <laughs> <laughs> my friend Kristen, um, she is like TikTok famous. And she was like, girl, you need to get on TikTok. So she's been helping me with that a little bit. So follow us on TikTok. Uh, yeah, TikTok. <laughs> TikTok used to be a kid thing. TikTok kind of reminds me of Facebook. Remember on Facebook was just like college students. Oh, yeah. And TikTok was like for kids. Yes. We came and messed all that up. Yeah. I remember when TikTok was called Musical.ly. Mm-hmm. That was years ago. And that was ago. just the kids. Yes. Yeah. So now the kids don't leave and try to go somewhere else. I know. I wonder what, what's going to be next in Who social knows? media world. Metaverse. That's yep, what's going to be next. Exactly. Oh, let's not even get into that. Let's not even get into <laughs> all of that. I cannot believe 2021 is... About to be over. Mm-hmm. Did this year go by fast for you? No, not for me. Because I was busy. Well, that's why I thought you would say yes, actually. Because you were so busy. Well, you know what? I was, I'll was. take that back. It went by fast, but this month has been slow because I haven't been as busy. Okay. Yeah. So, how about you? What you think? Did it go by fast for you? This, you know, it was steady. I feel like it's been a year. Um, we have had some really great accomplishments Mm -hmm. this year that I'm like, when I look back over everything, I'm like, whoa, like 
all of that happened this year is crazy. Speaking of which, let me shout out everybody, every publication and blog that featured us um, on their platform this year. Um, Voyage KC, thank you. Thank you to 365 Days, 365 Women. Thank you to Startland News. Thank you to the Kansas City Business Journal. And thank you to Fired Up KC. Yeah, that's a lot of accomplishments. Yeah. But now we appreciate all of that. Absolutely. I appreciate you because, you, hey, you was killing it this year. Oh, thank you, babe. You was. Well, I mean, I couldn't do it without you. Like, we're totally a team. You know Aww, what I mean? Absolutely. Ain't that so sweet. Yes. Another thing I'm super excited that we did this year was opening our online store. You know what was dope about that? We use that stuff religiously. Yes. It's like phenomenal stuff that everybody needs. Yes. Like, literally everything we have in our store... We also use personally. And I would personally recommend, not because in the store, that everybody get all the products. All the products are phenomenally good yeah. for what they do. Like, they're great. Yeah. And we're definitely, like, we just started the store, right? So we're definitely going to be expanding it. Um, if you have any products that you would like to see us carry, shoot us a message or email us, info at graceandgrind.co. And let us know, especially if you're a Black-owned business. We really mm-hmm. want to be intentional about um, carrying not only Black-owned uh, business products, but just making sure that we do have a good amount of products that are owned or that do belong to, yeah, Black-owned businesses. So. Yep. That's a thousand percent. Yes. Right now, we have a mega sale going on, and it is going to be going on all the way throughout the rest of this year. So make sure you check that out. Like stuff is on sale. Like you would not believe at first it was just going to be like a little black Friday. sale, but I was like, you know what? Let's keep this going. Let's keep this energy going. So that sale is taking place. Like I said, all the way through December 31st, 2021. And also if you text us, you get 10% off your first order. Um, so you will get that 10% off on top of the cell. Um, so text us at 816-722-3872 is the number, 816-722-3872, and get that extra 10% off your first order on top of this mega sale that we're having. Shout out to everybody that's ordered stuff from our store. I hope that you are enjoying the products. But yeah, man, the store is dope. Yes, the post office is becoming our second home. Yeah. Which is a good feeling. It yes. feels really, really good. When I just think about this year, like the whole evolution of Grace and Grind has been really magical for me. Um, when I think about just how we started in January mm. 2020, as a podcast, and that was it. And then we introduced the digital marketing stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped doing digital marketing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, needed, I needed a break. I needed a break from doing the websites, I think. But you know what? More more so than that, I think I just needed to figure out how to offer everything that we offer in a manner that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I love where it's going. We actually see it manifesting right now. So Yes. Yes, we do. So one of the big things is that we are no longer shy 
about saying we are a self-care brand that puts the black wellness experience first. Mm -hmm. Like when you think about self-care for our people in our community, it's just the conversation looks a little different. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's who we are. That's what we do. And the services, the products, the shop, it all, you know, just falls under there just, just perfectly. Yep. Black first, baby. (laughs) Now that don't mean that if you're not black, you can't, you know, enjoy our content or buy our products or use our services. But here's the thing. Okay. Every other people group could talk about how they take care of their people. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about taking care of our people, always, it always has to be a comma. Like, Mm, no, there's no commas. We're black first. We love everybody equally. Mm -hmm. But our people need what we do first. Yes. And it is what it is. I 100% agree with that. When I think about the Latin community, Asian community, when I think about the white community, Jewish, the Jewish community. Yeah, there there are no apologies about taking care of their people first. Absolutely not. And And there shouldn't be. So, I mean... Okay, so one of the things that we did to make, um, to bring everything together is embracing the fact that when it comes to our services, yes, we have those digital marketing services. Websites is really big for us, but we embrace the fact that we are not a traditional agency. Mm -hmm. So a couple of really cool things that we do when you have us build your website is you get advertising perks. So you get a shout out on the podcast and you get promotions through our text blast and through our email blast. Like it's just completely dedicated to promoting your business. And you also get promoted on our social media platform. So those advertising perks come with you being a website design client. The other thing that's really cool is, I mean, we're all about self-care. So we're not going to build your website and say, okay, good luck. (laughs) I hope (laughs) hope you know how to keep your mental health intact while you build this business. No, what we do is we help equip you in terms of keeping your cup full by giving you a $50 credit to our store. So that's pretty cool. Like as a website design client, like, not only do you get those advertising perks on top of getting a brand new, beautiful, SEO-friendly, user-friendly website, but you also get those self-care perks too. Whatever items in our store, you want up to 50 bucks. Hey, that's a dope perk. Shoot, hey, I need a website. Shoot, I don't know what I need it for. I just want to get the free stuff in the store. You're so crazy. (laughs) Speaking of which, I have to shout out Kalia McKinley. She is the CEO of OCD Diva and Company. She offers residential cleaning services in the Kansas City area. Her website just launched this week, just in time for the season finale. So I'm super excited for her. Give it up for Kalia. <laughs> her website is ocddivaandco.com. That's ocddivaandco.com. Congratulations to her. And the website looks phenomenal. Okay, on today's episode on this season finale of the Grace and Grind podcast, we're going to do something a little different. We have had a total of 11 guests 
on the show between season one and season two. We had two guests on season one and then um um nine eleven guests. We had nine guests on nine season guests. two. Why can't I do math? It's, it's, a, it's 11 on here. <laughs> yeah, but two of them were on season one. Okay. Yeah, so two of them were on season I'm like, one. <laughs> we do so much. and we Like, we both just, like, real busy. Like, that grind is real. Listen, that's the side that <laughs> I need a break. Right. Yes. Like, what's 11 minus two? Get it together, Carissa. Nine. So... <laughs> So what we're going to do is we're going to go through the 11 lessons that we've learned from all these different wellness leaders here in Kansas City and beyond. Okay, let's go ahead and jump right in. If you've been listening to our show, then you already know that at Grace and Grind, we believe self-care is the most selfless thing that you can do. Not only does keeping your self-care intact benefit your friends and family, but it can also make an impact on your community. One of the biggest ways we've seen this manifest is through Chris Good's health journey, which led to the creation of one of Kansas City's most successful juiceries. Let's listen to this snippet from episode 15. Fast forward, uh, I got introduced to to juice cleansing by way of a couple of friends of mine in Los Angeles, um, Aaron Aaron J. and, and Eric Richardson. Uh, one of them from here, one from St. Louis, and you know we 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 eat good in the in the Midwest. Right. Uh, yeah. And so when I got to LA, and they telling me they not eat, I'm thinking like, uh, excuse me, you know, like what what you mean? And and so they explained to me that they were they were doing finishing up a seven day juice cleanse, and I still thought they were they were a little off. And I you know I proceeded about my day, and then the next day they showed me a documentary called Fat Sick and Nearly Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it 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 blew my mind. Like I was like, wait, wait a minute, this dude changed his life in sixty days, uh, and just from drinking juice and not, you know, like really just turning his plate upside down. And then I was like, dang man, my grandma lived sixty years, and she all she had to do was just hit that correction button, and she didn't have the knowledge to do that. Wow. And it just it shook me, and so I. I got into juicing myself. Like that wasn't the point where I thought business. I thought, okay, I got to make some changes because I was just working out a bunch and eating whatever I wanted uh, as an ex football player at that time. And I started to started to change my habits and started to encourage my family. I was traveling for work, going to juice bars across the country. And the moment where it shifted for me to to establish a business in my grandmother's name, uh, I worked. I traveled three weeks at a time, and it's exhausting. And yeah. so, like, I found myself on one of these work trips, um, having been to three different cities, uh, Minneapolis, Oklahoma City, had to drop my company van off back in Kansas City, uh, and then fly to a suburb of Chicago. And so, by the time I was to that third city, well, really fourth city, uh, I was I was tired. And so, I woke up in the middle of the night, this residence in, and I, I was just restless, but I couldn't remember what city I was in. I, was, I had to wow. jog my mind and think of where I was even at. And that was, for me, that was a breaking point. I was like, ah, I did, this ain't it. And, you know, making six figures at that time and coming from 39th Street originally, graduating from Ruskin High School, six yeah. figures, like, yo, I, I did it. Um, and so it, it just was a moment where I was like, okay, well, what do you, what do you really want to do, Chris? You know, like I really had that conversation. Uh, and I just kind of found myself in a meditative, um, prayer field state where I'm just talking to God, like, God, I don't know what's next, but this is not it. And I started to think, okay, what are you passionate about? 
and my grandmother popped to mind immediately. My tattoos are mostly about my grandmother. Um, I got a traveling little blender juicer deal. I go to juice bars every single city I'm, I'm in. I got menus. I'm like, man, I like health. I'm to help a couple people lose weight health and grandma and I like juice bars and I just it was just swirling in my head and it's like God was like duh dude like I you know <laughs> I ain't about to text it to you you know like and then I sprung up start pacing the room and I knew that's what I wanted to do at that point I didn't know the name would be Ruby Jean mm-hmm. um but I knew that was that was it and I was I was just like okay like I was ready to start immediately and so I quit my job way too fast hit a bunch of roadblocks had to go get another job. Uh, and in 2015, I opened our first location, put every single dime I had and didn't have into it, charged up my credit card, uh, really bootstrapped a really small business in 700 square feet. And since that point, it's been immensely blessed, um, not barring numerous challenges, but, but blessed above all. Confidence plays a big role in our ability to achieve our health goals. But with unhealthy ideologies of body positivity, confidence can also be a stumbling block. I know it was for me. Micah and Diana Lassert are transformation coaches, and their company, HitchFit, is ranked among the best in the world. Here's what they had to say about how to use confidence to your advantage on episode 18. Well, for one, I think that's a wonderful thing to have. And... um, that's yeah, rare. yeah, that's a, I mean, if you, if you have that piece in place, that's your really ahead of the game of probably so many people. And, you know, because we, we, we should love ourselves. We should love ourselves. And I think we should love ourselves no matter, no matter our, the size of our bodies. And to me, part of loving myself is also taking care of myself too. And, you know, it's one of those things where if you're, uh, if you are healthy, if you are in a healthy place, as as well as loving yourself and maintaining is 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 then then maintaining can be a good thing. So it's really as long as all the health pieces are in place. If you are saying I love myself and have this confidence, but yet I still have high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, type two diabetes, any of these things then I think you have to take a little bit more look of, okay, but what does really loving myself mean? Mm -hmm. Because if I really love myself, then I want my body to be healthy on the inside too. So then the the motivation has to be more about about the health side of it, or maybe it's about the strength side of it. Um, I work a lot with a lot of women who are are, um, in maybe their 50s and their 60s. So for them, the, the, the weight loss is great, but they want to their main motivator may be just they want to be strong so that they can keep keep living the lifestyle that they want to live. They want to keep up with grandkids or they want to stay active and they want to be able to hike and do all these things. So it's just, it's not so much what they see on the exterior. That's the motivation. It's these other pieces that are, uh, that are motivating too. And also it's, if you're in a good place and you want to get to a great place, which can may not mean that you stay there forever. Like, you know, we have a lot of people that like, I want to get in bikini model shape. I want to be a fitness model. It look like a fitness model. When you get to that level, you don't necessarily stay there forever. That's not necessarily your happy place. But it can be really fun to put yourself to a challenge and see how, okay, if I really stay disciplined and stay on it, 
how far can I go? Like how great a shape can I actually get into? And so that can be a motivator too, is just setting this like, Hey, I want to push myself outside the comfort zone and, and I love myself now and I will love myself then, but I want to see what kind of goals and challenges that I can, that I can achieve. You know, it's like competition. I don't stay in the level of shape I would for a competition all the time. It's like, it's like just for that, it's, it's pushing and challenging and seeing how, how great can I be? How good can I be? And then in a maintenance, I'm, I'm settling back into just a more healthy, balanced maintenance style. But I like setting those, pushing through and really challenging myself mentally and physically for those higher goals. There's something really powerful about that. So that's where I say for you is like, is, is set that goal. And it's not about how much you love yourself in the mirror. It's, it's more about, Hey, I am a powerful woman and guess what? I'm going to set this goal that is really hard and guess what? I'm going to go and do it. Yeah. Yeah. That hits. I've, I resonate with that. Oh man. Your personality is so great for her, Diana. Like, I don't think you understand. She, she need, she need to be hitting your inbox up more because you know, the right stuff to say to her, like real talk. <laughs> well, if you ever write to me, it's a lot. Micah is like, yes, good. Great job. I like, I like, I like get novels from people and then I have to write novels back to them. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, hilarious. I work with, I work with a lot of guys and then I work with couples. And yes. so like guys are just straight to the point, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, I'm doing all right. All right, man, get it together. You know, and then, you know, sometimes, sometimes you got to go deeper and whatnot too, but to touch on what Diana said, like, I'll keep it real simple and do a mic real quick. Right. Yeah. There's levels. Mm. There's levels. So yeah. there's a Carissa right now that is at the level where she's like, I'm confident, I'm strong, I'm feeling good. But there's another level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that other level is you getting healthier and more fit is going to be a level that you have never even felt before level. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're about to put a cape on and you really think you can go fly, like type level. Like <laughs> yes. it it it's it, it's crazy what what happens when and it's why from day one when i went through transformation diana did too that we're so passionate about trying to pass this on to other people because it just changes you internally mentally physically spiritually in so many ways the ego often gets a bad rap on episode 38 business coach Grace Yasmin said we need to hold space for a healthy ego, especially within our social circles. One of the things I think is that particularly women, we have, we worry way too much about being too egotistical. Mm. We need to be a little bit more egotistical. Okay, then. All right. Now, was not expecting that. Um, Truth. When do you see eagles messing around with pigeons? um, Oh, um, my God. If you when you elevate nowadays, yourself naturally, um, you the natural course of things is separation. Study, what happens uh, is we try to go against uh, the course, which means that what we have to come down, right? 
we have to get to your ego should say, I am worthy. Because that's what the Bible said. It said we're fearfully and wonderfully uh, made. And so anybody that that isn't wanting to operate in that space, then I have to allow the natural progression, which is for me to elevate. And that doesn't mean that I look down upon you in a negative way. I will look down because if you're soaring, if I'm soaring up here, the only way to see you is to look down. You know what I mean? And so we have to change our perspective. Yes, <laughs> because if I'm down here with you, it's um, impossible for me to be down here again, with you and so. Yeah, so which one do you want? So, and see, that's what happens. Um, we want to walk one foot in and one foot out. You got to decide. Do I want to soar or do I want to mess around down here with That's the truth. And I can still love you. I can still love you, even though you are a pigeon. There's nothing wrong. Because there's some people that I can't think of another analogy. I love it. I don't know why pigeons came, but that's what came to me. Uh, Are you an eagle or is you a pigeon? (laughs) (laughs) That's what came to my mind, and that's okay because the pigeons are happy being pigeons. So it's nothing negative, you know, but that's just not where I'm at. I'm an eagle and I love you. Yes. I will give you some crumbs because that's what pigeons like. And I don't mean that in a negative no, way, I got right? you. But because that's seriously, pigeons love crumbs. Yeah, and it's important that we understand that those people will be happy that way because that's mm. their assignment. Mm. And so when you ask, how do I know? When you know your assignment, then you make sure everything is in alignment. And so what that's one of the first things I think separate. about. I think it's and extremely it's important to it is that simple. consider and you those stop things. expecting um, people when you're that aren't in alignment with your assignment to validate this for you. Oh, that gave me um, chills. Those, yeah. those that's it. Okay, guys, uh, before we dive any more into this episode, we've got to take a moment to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Balance Health. Have you ever wondered if you have sensitivities, hormonal imbalances, or toxins in your body? Now you can find out with Balanced Health. By analyzing just a small portion of your hair and saliva, Balanced Health uses a bioenergetic scanning system to provide you with the answers to these questions and more. In just three weeks, you'll receive in-depth results and a customized all-natural regimen to help you reach optimal health. Me and Wesley were blown away by our results, and we know you'll be just as pleased with yours. That's why Balanced Health is giving our listeners $20 off your test when you use code GG20 at checkout. That's capital G, capital G, two, zero. Visit creatingbalancehealth.com to get your test today. Hello, everyone. This is Brad Burrow with Real Media. We're a proud sponsor of the Grace and Grind podcast. We love the message, and we love Wesley and Carissa. If your organization needs help with a video and content execution strategy, TV spots, promotional videos, animation, or even podcasting, give us a call. We've got the tools, talent, and experience you need to get your message in front of your audience. We call it content that roars. Reach out today at 913-754-1901 or realmediakc.com.
and you have questions about getting the vaccine. This episode is also it, brought to you by you Tasha Houston Hair Studio in Overland Park, Kansas. You Schedule your cut, you color, and style at TashaHouston.co. That's T-O-S-H-A Houston.co. That's happening now. You have more control over what you get, when you get it, the information you have now more than ever. So I think I think that's the clear difference between the vaccines now and how I feel about it and uh, what has happened historically. Well, I mean, taken at uh, face value, the word environment certainly uh, brings a lot of images of our planet to people's minds, right? Our our blue earth, our blue oceans, our blue sky, our green trees, and that is a big part of it. You know, we grow up on these uh, in these concrete buildings, on these streets. A lot of times our bare feet, don't even touch real earth, you know, grass, you know, we can go months without touching that. A lot of people can. And that anyone who has ever looked into grounding and the, the effects of the natural vibration of the earth that gets transferred through bare feet up through your body and just reduces all inflammation in your body, even if it's just done for 10 minutes a day, uh, I would really recommend you look into that because there is a lot of science around our disconnection to the vibration of the earth. And then, of course, there's just a lot of campaigns, awareness, information, data that has come out recently in recent years about our impact on the planet. And when you see big black flume smoke coming from a vehicle or coming from a power plant nonstop every day, and you know that the resources needed to fuel those those engines are finite in nature, Mm-hmm. that we may not know how much oil is truly able on the, uh, to be extracted on this earth or other gas or, or uh, coal, but we know that there is a finite amount. We know there yeah. is a day that that is going to be not possible anymore. So why wait until that day comes when we know it would then be a lot crazier and a much more volatile environment? Why not just start now to make that change and start to harness uh, sources of energy that are infinite in nature, like the sun, like the wind. So we help you look at your environmental footprint and where you can uh, lower that, connect you to resources, recycling resources, and other resources here. Gardens, you know, growing your own food, how to use your own space in as green of way as possible, how to live as healthily as possible. So another thing that I feel environmental wellness really plays into is what is all in our homes and everything that we think is being done, especially from a cleaning perspective, is that actually uh, having a downstream effect on our bodies? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of chemicals in these cleaning products. And so we can provide you with basically a pathway to switch from where you may currently be at to a more natural based lifestyle from a household cleaning perspective and just living perspective which in a lot of ways also does save you a lot of time and kind of gets you into a little bit more of a, a do-it-yourselfer type of person and keep that level of hygiene and health at the level that you desire. So we just got done with the social side, talking about who are you surrounding yourself with. Environmental wellness is what are you surrounding yourself with? What does it look like? How is it operating? How does it support or uh reflect who you are as a person. You know, if you walk into your place and it's just an absolute mess, do you think that has no impact into how you approach your time management skills or your prioritization skills throughout Mm -hmm. the day? Of course it does. It has a huge impact. 
Therefore, looking at your environmental footprint and surroundings will and can create a major difference in your life to reaching a holistic wellness. We have a deal called Three for the Earth and the Sea, which is a 3% discount on any visit, any time, if you get there through a emissions-free way. So by walking, biking, electric scooter, electric vehicle, or by riding the streetcar, basically. Wow. Oh, that's cool. That was creative, Heath. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. that's cool. You can't talk about workplace wellness without also addressing diversity and inclusion, especially when your business is serving Black neighborhoods. Max Kenniger and DePriest Taylor are the CEO and Director of Community Engagement, respectively, at Canby's Markets. On episode 37, in addition to sharing how they're eradicating food insecurity in Kansas City, they gave insight on how to effectively and genuinely show up as an ally, both at work and in the community. For me personally, that means that, you know, with trust, trust goes both ways. And so I have a responsibility to trust first. So I have to put myself out there. I have to I have to show up. I have to do the work. I have to, you know, I, I can't fault any one of the, the store owners that we work with or people in the community that I meet for, for being skeptical. Mm-hmm. I, mm. Absolutely. I'd be skeptical, too. I'd probably be loud and, and angry about it just because... I've grown up in a place where I get to be loud and angry about things right. and nobody, you know, challenges that. So I, I, I absolutely understand and I try and continue to be understanding of that. And for us, I feel like um, it's it's our responsibility to trust. It's our responsibility to listen. And that's really what, what DP is here for is that she, you know, a big part of her job description is to be the voice of the community within the organization. And that's why it was important for me to create that role as a leadership position, that it is something that, you know, yes, she's out there helping us provide a better service and making sure that we're meeting the mark. But also she's back in the organization talking to us about where the people are. Because like I said, I want to meet people where they are. And I got no idea. This this is a guess that I have based on where I've lived and learned and listened. And so I've created a, a model that I think can, can make an impact. But it's just my idea. And, I, and part of uh, our organizational kind of ethos is that we're always looking to change. So yeah. We're always looking to adapt and really meet the people and listen. And that I have... I believe a responsibility as a white man that, that grew up. I went to I went to Rockhurst. Uh, I have access to a lot of places that had I been the exact same person but black, I wouldn't maybe have that access. And mm-hmm. so hmm. I gotta I gotta use that place at the table in a way that that makes a bigger table. I feel that personal responsibility. That's what's up. And yeah, this role is very dear to me mm-hmm. because you know. Um, I'm just a relationship builder at, at the core, right? Mm-hmm. Like I love talking to people. I love listening to their stories, listening to their journeys. But, you know, these are conversations that Max and I have up front and we're still building our relationship yeah. uh, to where I feel comfortable coming into his office and saying, hey, this is what it is. Uh, but I often tell this story that when I first sat with him and I knew I had the job, yeah, um, <laughs> I, I just kind of knew it. Yeah. But when I sat with him, um, he probably asked like two formal interview questions. Mm-hmm. And the rest were like, well, can I take this time to actually get to know you? Um, wow. So he mm. asked me questions uh, about my personal life, about my fiance. Shout out to Lily. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asked me about her. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I always say 
he looked me in the eye and he said, uh, you know, I'm a very privileged person. I come from a privileged background, so I'm looking for somebody in this role to check my privilege. Mm. And I said, well, you got the right one. You yeah. sure do. So, <laughs> so we still, we're still building that relationship. Yeah, um, yeah. And it is, the, at the focus, at the core, is trust. Mm-hmm. Is trust, yeah. That's incredible. That's real, real, real good. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> no, it is, for real. Because I think a lot of people are going to... Um, like listen to this and also learn how to be allies. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I, I try. I, I I definitely don't always hit the mark, but sure. um, I, I want to always be be willing to learn and and also be called out for it and not get defensive and be willing to like, okay, what what would I like to do and and do my own homework and try and constantly better myself. Yeah, for sure. That's dope. Around this time of year. People are starting to think about what gym they want to join or what diet plan to try once January rolls around. Nikki Jones, CEO of Nikki Fit, says that taking inventory of your health needs to be done before you jump into any plan. Let's take it back to season one, episode three, to hear what she had to say. One of the first things that uh, is often overlooked when you say, okay, I got to get healthy. Mm-hmm. Right, I, I got to do this healthy thing. I, I got, you know, things are not quite right. I don't feel good. My energy's low. This is my year to get healthy. And we say that, and a lot of times we don't know what that means. Like, right. What does right. that look right. like? And so starting with just a few things that you can do to start off. First off, to be healthy is to understand and take stock and inventory of your body. Like, going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you think about that. When was the last time I went to the doctor? Oh, child. Right? right? You say that, and you say, oh, my goodness. Right? So, yeah, go to the doctor. Go to the dentist. You know? Because underlying problems can creep in, and we don't know. And then we push our body to try to do all these wonderful things like exercise and I changed my diet and your body's pushing back like you didn't go to the doctor and you're killing me like right. yeah, <laughs> like, no, that's yeah right yeah. so yeah so you and we get that pushback because we start doing these things that should be making us healthy right right mm-hmm. right but we didn't start with taking the inventory right we mostly time we don't go to the grocery store without checking the cabinet checking right. the fridge that's good that's good right? that's well, yeah good. we do we check to see because we don't want to buy something we already got right right and you want to know what you're working with, yeah, yeah. which is your body, right? right? So do those checks, like going to the doctor, right? Okay. Yeah, and just to see if everything's good. And that also could come with um, checking your measurements, your body weight measurements, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it's called gauging your girth, you know. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times we don't, we, we, the doctors push BMI a lot, you know, yes. your BMI, yes, your BMI. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, for some of us it goes over our head or then we, we or we even feel bad about it. You know, they're like, hey, my BMI is supposed to be between 20 uh, and, da, 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 and and mine is way up in the 30s and 40s. Right. And, and they said I'm obese and, you right. know, and you feel just horrible. Right. Yeah. So maybe sometimes even taking just simple measurements of your girth. Waist to hip ratio is important. Why? Yes, because if you have more weight that you carry in your midsection, mm-hmm. you are more likely to develop diabetes if you haven't already. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. And hypertension, high blood pressure, midsection weight is more of a dangerous weight to carry. Okay. Right? Now, notice I didn't say big hips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. know, a lot of uh, cushion on the backside, right? Right. Like, right. It, that is not the weight that's somewhat dangerous to your heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? What a healthy meal looks like can vary depending on your body type, goals, and other factors. 
On episode 30, local bodybuilder Kat Williams shares what she typically eats in a day for a strong, lean body. Normally, I'll get up, do fasted cardio, then I'll eat right after, and I'll have four egg whites and then one whole egg, oatmeal with some fruit in it, like the steel oats, not like flavored oatmeal, like right. the steel mm-hmm. oat cooked mm-hmm. kind. Um, I'll do some type of protein. So usually it's chicken, um, with some type of vegetables, um, a little bit of carbs. Um, and that's kind of repeated throughout the day for those, uh, six meals, but. Okay. Yeah. Do you do any fats at all when you eat? Mm-hmm. And I have a coach, so he kind of like. Yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, so I'm not cool. just on my own trying to figure this right, out. Right. <laughs> yeah. So even coaches have coaches. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Shout out to everybody who think they just need to do stuff on their own. Egg- How don't am I going to get me. better if I don't learn? Yeah. Like yeah. Exactly. The, the teacher needs to be taught. Mm-hmm. We all need somebody. Yeah. Yes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're so goofy. Well, I'm just saying we do. I mean, yeah. I say that because like I'm listening to her and looking at her like she's competing. She's right. been in the game for a long time, but it's dope to hear that she needs a call. Like me, I'm always looking for mentors or people exactly. who could pour into me because when you pour out so much, mm-hmm. you gotta be poured into. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So like me doing this journey, like I got a plan to start off with, but yeah. I'm not gonna be like, Yeah, I just know what to do. Right. No, I have absolutely no clue. Yeah. How to turn this into somebody on stage at yeah. all. So I need to know. Yep. That's So yeah. that's dope. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. How important is hydration? I almost brought my water in here. I forgot. To, yeah, I forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm terrible at drinking water, by the way. I am too. Mm-hmm. I literally had to force myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Now, does it shift? Like, everyone, typically people drink eight to ten glasses of water mm-hmm. a day. Does that shift depending on your, like, what type of diet plan you have or what your goals are? So when I get close to show, I'll probably be drinking more than a gallon. because the More, more water, than a gallon a day? Yeah, because the more water you drink, the more, like, will it will flush out. Like, and okay. Mm. You can lose weight that way too by drinking lots of water so do you drink a gallon a day now is that mm-hmm. like usually what you do yeah see i'm on it got my little <laughs> cup right here i need about three four of these joints but yes. you know what's funny seriously though it's seriously tough. when i drink a gallon of water it makes me not want to drink anything else yeah because like i'm full yeah i don't want no pop i don't want no juice nothing exactly. else yeah maybe a cup so of coffee you're hydrated you're not dehydrated right yeah right. speaking of nutrition Studies are showing algae has some pretty powerful effects on our health. Energy Bits produces organic algae, Corolla and spirulina specifically, and they have been an affiliate of Grace and Grind for over a year. We're super excited to announce that we will be carrying their products in our store. On episode nine, Energy Bits founder Catherine Ornston shares why Corolla and spirulina are the most important nutrients to add to your diet. Let's go to spirulina first. It is endorsed by the United Nations as the answer to world hunger. They had a global conference on it in 1974, and and that's almost like 50 years ago. And the reason for that is because spirulina algae has the highest concentration of protein in the world. It's three times the amount of protein as steak. And not only that, your body can't absorb protein like animal protein. It has to break it down into amino acids. 
and they, in most algae, the protein's already in amino acid form. So you're getting a huge amount of protein. You need protein for everything. You need amino acids for bone building, for you know, protection from the coronavirus, to build muscles, to make your brain work, to have energy. So spirulina has the highest in the world, number one. Number two, spirulina is loaded with B vitamins. B vitamins are what converts the amino acids into glucose and to give you energy. And if you look at any energy drinks, they're always loaded with B vitamins. Well, yeah. spirulina yeah. has the B vitamins naturally. Spirulina also has a very high amount of iron. Iron is what carries oxygen in your blood. And so when you have a lot of iron in your blood, you can have lots of oxygen. Lots of oxygen gives you energy. We have two spirulina on our website, and we call one of them energy bits because it gives you energy because of the high amino acids, the protein, the high B vitamins that give you energy, the high um, iron that, that carries oxygen. It also has a very high amount of essential fatty acids. We all know that we need essential fatty acids like omega-3 for brain health that helps you think and for reducing inflammation. The problem is almost everybody gets their omega-3 from fish oil, mm -hmm. which is, uh, mm -hmm. A, if you're vegan, you can't have fish oil. It goes rancid in most cases after a month. And by the way, it's just about killing the oceans because entire species of fish are being overfished, leaving dead zones in, in the uh, in the ocean. Wow. And I tell people, where do you think the fish get the, uh, the omega-3 from? They mm. get it from the algae. You don't need to eat salmon for brain food. Just eat the algae wow. because it has the original omega-3 in it. In fact, I, I refer to spirulina as intelligent food. Because you have to be intelligent to take it, and quite honestly, it makes you more intelligent because of all this omega-3. So uh, so it helps with, with your brain health. Spirulina also helps your body release nitric oxide so that your blood can flow smoother and bring all those nutrients and oxygen to your brain and to your body. Uh, when we first started years ago, we were actually a bit of a sports nutrition product. We were loved by the um, marathoners and triathletes, Olympic athletes. We had so many... Olympic teams using our products that during the winter Sochi Olympics, I sent two of my team over to Sochi and we had complete access to the uh, U.S. Olympic Village and also the Canadian because I'm Canadian and because we had so many of their team members loving our products. So, so spirulina gives you energy, satisfies your hunger because of the, fat, the essential fatty acids and the protein. Um, it's a meal replacement. It satisfies younger people use it for intermittent fasting. It's ketogenic. It doesn't decrease, you know, decrease your ketones. Um, so it's and it's safe enough and absorbed enough, fast enough for everyone from newborns to you know grand grand grandparents. Now pets love it too. So it's unbelievable. It's uh, and it has all forty vitamins and minerals. So it's a replacement for your multivitamin, you know, calcium, magnesium, CoQ10, fish oil. You save a lot of money because you're not buying all those separate things that are, by, by the way, are made in manufacturing plants. Chlorella will not satisfy your hunger. Chlorella is a wellness algae. It's a health and wellness algae. It helps you recover your health. It helps you recover from sports. That's what we call our chlorella recovery bits. What's interesting about chlorella, remember I said spirulina has the highest um, – protein in the world right chlorella has the highest chlorophyll in the world that's why it's called chlorella right mm -hmm. the chlorophyll so chlorophyll which is what makes plants green is a is a fat what's called a fat-based pigment and the reason why that's important is because your your health starts at the cellular level mm -hmm. so your cell walls have to be healthy 
Um, and you need healthy fats to keep them healthy, same with your brain. And when they're healthy, that means nutrients can flow in and toxins can flow out. So when you aren't getting enough chlorophyll, that process is interrupted. You know, when you have dirty windows, mm-hmm. you can't see out and sunlight can't get in, right? Right. So yeah. chlorophyll is like window washers for yourself. So the problem is most of us don't have enough chlorophyll in our diet. We're eating, you know, white bread and we're eating processed food. And we're, mm-hmm. you know, if you're on a keto diet or you're uh, paleo, you probably are not eating a lot of greens. So that's why chlorella is your answer because it has a, a thousand times more chlorophyll than greens. Uh, most greens has 200 times more chlorophyll than spinach. So if you don't like vegetables or you don't like salad, or you don't like the, the time it takes to make them, or you just didn't want to be healthier and cleaner from the inside. Chlorella is your answer. The chemical composition of chlorophyll is virtually identical to the composition of your blood. Oh, it's pretty wow. crazy, wow. huh? There's only one atom that's different. In your blood, that one atom is an iron atom in the middle, and in chlorophyll, that atom is magnesium. There's a reason why chlorophyll looks like your blood. It's because it builds your blood. And in World War II, when they didn't have enough blood for transfusions for the injured, guess what? They would give them liquid chlorophyll, and they would heal just as fast as if they'd had a blood transfusion. I kid you not. Wow. Yep. The other critical thing you need to know about chlorella, in addition to being cleansing, is that it's detoxing. Now, these are two different terms people don't seem to understand. Cleansing is what I just explained, helps with the cell cell health. Detox is pulling out heavy metals, toxins, pesticides, viruses, things that should not be in your body and, and pulls them out. And that's what chlorella does. Chlorella detects alcohol as a toxin. So if you take chlorella algae after you drink wine, beer, or spirits of any kind, you have to take the full amount. You will be sober in an hour and a half, and you will never have a hangover. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Every faith has its own set of boundaries and guidelines, some that are very specific and others that are more personal. When it comes to Christianity, yoga is one of those topics that not all of us who define ourselves as believers quite agree on practicing. On episode 24, Christian yoga instructor Naomi Hutchinson of Healthy and Well in Los Angeles, California, shares her convictions and guides people who aren't quite comfortable with yoga on different ways to reap the benefits that cater to your inner well-being in a manner that doesn't compromise your beliefs. If you are not um, resonating with the physical practice of yoga, but you still want maybe the spiritual and mental health benefits, just be still. Take five minutes, set a timer on your phone, sit down, turn off the TV, put your phone down, close your eyes, and just breathe and be still. That will give you the benefits of yoga, even if you don't, you know, maybe resonate with the physical practice or you don't think that it's in alignment with your faith and your biblical um, teaching. Breathing is not unbiblical. Um, being still is not unbiblical. <laughs> so I would say definitely. <laughs> definitely start there um and if it's maybe the physical aspect that you do want but you don't think that uh yoga is getting you there then yeah go for pilates or go for some other fitness type of exercises like i i like cycling 
doing different things like that can definitely help you. I do think, though, that as I've gotten deeper into yoga, I've realized that for me, it's not so much about being physical as it is about being present and allowing myself to be. Um, We do so much in a day. We do so much in our lives, and we don't really take the time to be still. And maybe that's because stillness is uncomfortable, or we know that if we are still, some things will come up that we may have been suppressing. But I would just say for anyone, just take the time to just sit down, stop doing so much, and just breathe and be, um, and give yourself that moment. One of the things that's super important for us as Black men is to reclaim our peace of mind. One of our writers, Joshua Rogers, wrote an amazing article about five ways we could prioritize sanity as an act of self-care that you can read at graceandgrind.co. Healing from trauma is also very beneficial for our mental health. Medicine man and ancestral healer Jamari Michael White touched on healthy healing spaces for black men on episode 27. The healing of black men is unique because it requires a kind of space that allows black men to really connect with ourselves on a heart and soul level, which isn't gendered and isn't racialized. Healing spaces that are overly fixated on making black men, quote, better black men Mm -hmm. are meaningful to some degree, Mm -hmm. but are often limited by certain conceptions that are often patriarchal, misogynistic, capitalist, and actually influenced by the white gaze and a white understanding of what it means to be human let alone what it means to be a man, let alone what it means to be a black man. How can anyone become a better anything if they do not know who they are as a divine human being, as a soul? And so Black Bird Institute understands that black men are souls first and foremost. And divine human beings with hearts, black men, we have hearts and souls just like everyone else that need and deserve tending to, just like everyone else. Um, Who we are as Black men is important, absolutely, 100%. But it's only important to the extent that we are clear about who we are as divine human beings and connected to the part of ourselves that is eternal. Otherwise, our experiences and identities as Black men, they just become another thing our ego uses to keep us small and repressed and actually hmm. disconnected from the true nature, our true nature as spirit. And so, you know, you're a black man speaking about past life. You're a black man in this lifetime, but who's to say you were in another? I was a white priest in one of my previous lifetimes, <laughs> right? So clearly, <laughs> really, so clearly my soul is more expansive than any singular time period or identity or experience it may have chosen, including this one. So if, if you aren't clear and clearly connected to who you are as, as divine human beings, as an, inter- an eternal soul, and your heart, which is the door to that connection, isn't clear, you will become easily manipulated, overwhelmed, and confused by your life and society. And many of us black men are not clear. We haven't been even given the opportunity to get clear. We aren't clear about who we really are. We aren't connected to our own hearts. We aren't connected to our ancestors. We aren't connected to our true essence and true way of being. 
which again is not dictated by gender or race or any conception of society and is unique to each and every individual. And all the ways society has led us to believe otherwise has created so much harm and so much wounding in our mental, emotional bodies, in our relationships, in our careers, in our physical bodies. And that is what makes Black Birds unique. We are clear that our love for Black men and our healing is a love for the souls that are unique and beautiful, that for whatever reason have chosen this particular incarnation, but aren't just this incarnation. And we are committed to helping those souls remember and internalize the truth of themselves so that they can be connected to their internal love, their internal abundance, their internal resource, their internal mental and emotional stability so that they can become whoever, and I do mean whoever, they are meant to be in this particular life. When the vaccine first came out, we as Black people were skeptical, and for good reason, as history consistently shows that medical advancements came at the expense of Black bodies. At Grace and Grind, we recognize that Black health in and of itself is a matter of social justice, which is why social justice is one of our three pillars of Black wellness, along with self-care and spirituality. You can learn more about our pillars at graceandgrind.co. On episode 21, Johnson County Disease Investigator D.C. Oconta came on to share information about the vaccine. In doing so, he helped our efforts of gathering the facts and being a trusted source for our people to turn to when questions and concerns arise. I think that's absolutely fair. I think about those cases all the time. I mean, um, just when you think about fatigue, I think that's the most referenced um, um issue nowadays um, when you have a group of black men who enter a study uh, to uh, check the progression of syphilis over time and mm-hmm. a few years down the line find out that penicillin is out and it's effective against syphilis and that drug isn't provided uh, to the members of that study so they're just being harmed for the entirety of that study that's huge. That's ridiculous. They're not being informed about uh, um, penicillin and its use. They're not um, they didn't sign up for uh, having syphilis and not being treated for it, especially after 20 or 30 years into the study. Um, and then with Henrietta Lacks, again, uh, lack of informed consent about what they're doing with their cells, um, making astronomical medical advances and, um, and, and, and scientific advances and not providing any of that um, money to their families, not notifying the families of, of, of what they're going to do with the cells or anything like that. And then you have to also think about what the medical community or what the scientific community has done to black bodies and people of color uh, even before those times. I mean, you're talking about using black women uh, to um, uh, figure out uh, the female body to, to mm-hmm. figure out the anatomical structure, anatomical structure of the female body, sterilization of Hispanic women and black women. And even uh, thinking a couple years ago, I believe there was a, a story on um, a sterilization in one of the ice facilities. So these things are very fresh in our minds. Um, 
as it should be because they're predicated on uh, the racism that uh, permeates our uh, our society now, or has always permeated our society. So that's one of the first things I think about, and I think it's extremely important to consider those things um, when you're thinking about getting the vaccine. The di- I, I think the main difference between um, those those horrific um, things and the vaccines now is that I think that public health officials, uh, doctors, um, scientists are doing everything they can to put out the most, more, the most um, informational things as possible. Every every day you look at the TV, there's something on COVID-19 and the vaccine. If you Google uh, vaccine on, if you Google vaccine, you're going to pull up a ton of information about each and every vaccine, and they're going to compare. Uh, and tell you why you should pick one over the other or talk about the efficacy of one over the other or, um, you know, something like that. I think the information is out there. And then no one's forcing you to get a vaccine. No one's withholding the vaccine from you. Like, they withheld um, penicillin from the folks in the uh, syphilis study. So I think that is the main difference between that and kind of those things. There's our economy, we have a choice, and whether or not we're getting the vaccine, we're as, and we can be as informed as we want to be. There are people that will tell you everything you need to know about the vaccine. If you don't want to talk to people about it, there's information all over social media. Um, if you know where to search, there's some bad information on social media too, but if you know where to search, there's some good information on there too, uh, usually with a CDC link attached to it. Um, there, if, you can Google that information. Um, you can talk to your doctor, healthcare provider, your health department about that information. If you're even at a vaccine clinic and you have questions about getting the vaccine before you get it, you should be able to ask a nurse and they should be able to tell you or at least provide you with a packet about the vaccine. None of those things were done. None of those things were done in the past. That's, being, that's happening now. You have more control over what you get, when you get it, the information you have now more than ever. So I think I think that's the clear difference between the vaccines now and how I feel about it and uh, what has happened historically to black people and people of color over time. So many good connections we made this year, man. And yes. we built some good relationships too. So thanks again to Nikki Jones, Micah and Diana Lassert, Kat Williams, DC Oconta, Naomi Hutchison, Jamari Michael White, Catherine Ernston, Max Kenninger, DePriest Taylor, Grace Jasmine, Heath Westling, and Chris Good. Yes, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Okay, so we are booking guests for season three right now, which starts in February. If there's anyone you'd like to hear on the show, especially if they're in the health and wellness industry or are here in the Kansas City area, shoot an email to info at graceandgrind.co and let us know. We also want to shout out our amazing team. So thank you to our writers, Sophia Joel Oswald, Joshua Rogers, Sydney Jones, Rookie Madison, Monique Pitter, and Aliciana Marshall. Thank you to our sponsors, Real Media KC and Tasha Houston Hair Studio. And thank you to our affiliate brands, Energy Bits, Balance Health, 
balance the superfood shot and pet Medela. Yes, and also shout out to the Village KC and Giving Hope and Help as well. If you're looking for amazing Black-owned nonprofits in the Kansas City area to support in 2022, we definitely recommend the Village KC and Giving Hope and Help. Last but not least, I have to say thank you to Dan Smith at the Porterhouse KC, Lauren Conway, Tracy Hole, and the entire Innovator KC organization, Kristen Thomas at Open the Doors Coaching, and Kira Hopkins, my mentor at Entrepreneur Business Basics for how all of you have believed in Grace and Grind and poured into me personally this year. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Just a quick reminder. Text the word self-care to 816-722-3872 to receive 10% off your first order at graceandgrind.co. Our mega sale is going down through December 31st, so make sure you take full advantage of that. Follow us on all social media platforms, which now includes TikTok and YouTube at Grace and Grind Co. Also, visit graceandgrind.co to enjoy content curated for the Black Wellness Experience and to learn more about our digital marketing and health coaching services. Happy holidays, happy new year, and remember, self-care is the most selfless thing you can do. Yay! Yay!